Romans chapter 13, uh, and we'll look at verse 11. Romans chapter 13 and verse 11. Would you pray with me? Father, we're so thankful today that we can partake of your word. Father, we can eat, Father, of your word, of the manna from heaven. And Lord, we pray this morning that, Lord, you will anoint our ears, our hearts, our minds to receive what you have to say. And Father, anoint your handmaiden this morning, Father, as I speak. Yes. What I feel you've laid upon my heart in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen, amen. Romans chapter 11, verse 13. The word says in that knowing the time, that now, let's say now, now, it is high time to awake out of our sleep for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Now, praise God, God is moving now. God is pouring out his spirit now. God is dealing with hearts now. God is calling us aboard, amen. He said, come on, get on board uh, because now is the time when the spirit of the Lord is moving. Amen. We have to get on board. I'm going to take you over to Isaiah chapter 52. Isaiah chapter 52. And we're going to look at verse 1. <clears throat> awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on that beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city, for henceforth thou shalt no more come unto thee the uncircumcised and the unclean. Shake yourself from the dust. Arise and sit down, O Jerusalem. Loose thyself from the bands of thy neck, O captive daughter of Zion. For thus saith the Lord, you have sold yourselves for naught, and you shall be redeemed without money." Now here we see Isaiah painting a sad and pitiful picture, a vision of what the church had become back then. Amen. Uh, you know, Isaiah's, it was a horrible description of the state of God's people. And, you know, God wasn't just talking about, I believe he's referring to the body of Christ. He's referring to Zion. He's referring to the bride. Uh, he's referring uh, to the church that he's coming back after. Amen. I know back then he was talking to Israel. He was talking to the people in that day and time. But, you know, I believe that Zion is more than the ancient Israel, uh, and it's redeemed of the Lord in this midnight hour. Come on, folks, let's get the picture. Let's get the picture. Uh, listen to Isaiah's terrible description uh, of the state of God's people. Uh, the daughter of Zion. The daughter of Zion was once a pure and beautiful woman uh, who gave birth to many sons. Uh, and if you'll look up in the preceding uh, chapter before that, you'll see more about it. But she she had birthed many sons, uh, and the word that she said that she lay like a slave in the dust. 
abused by the uncircumcised and the unclean. Her garments were torn. Oh, they were filthy. She was howling in despair, calling out for help, clutching the chain that choked her neck. And you know, she pleaded three things. She wanted to be set free quickly. She wanted to die, not to die in slavery, and she wanted to not be cut off from, from her spiritual food. Her enemies stood by mocking her, blaspheming God, taunting her that God had no power to save her and set her free from slavery. She, there were two terrible things that had come upon her. No one was there to feel sorry for her. No one could comfort her. Her own sons had fainted, and the Bible says uh, they lay like a wild bull in a net. She was absolutely alone and no help in sight. No one to guide her. Nobody to take her hand and say, come on, let's go. In her hand was a cup of trembling. I'm telling you what Isaiah saw. Amen. I want you to liken it to the time, to the church, uh, to the body of Christ today. Amen. Uh, and she, in her cup, hand was a cup of trembling. She was rampled in the dust of the enemy who walked over her wheel. The one who had borne the vessels of the Lord was now polluted and unclean. In her pitiful slavery, her unsatisfied hunger, her helpless condition, she had fallen into a stupor. Her sensibilities were all gone. She was mentally confused. She couldn't do anything except just lie there in the dust, stunned and hopeless. Unless something would happen soon, she would die in her chains. The tragedy was that the poor, enslaved daughter of Zion had sold herself for nothing. Had sold herself for nothing. You know, there's so much that we could go to in this. Um, but you know what? This message uh, uh, tells us what he saw back then and what the church, the bride of Christ, looked like. But, you know, if you go on and you read on down in the next chapter, uh, it talks about the deliverance that's coming. It talks about the blessings, uh, and it talks about the promises, and it goes on down. Uh, and when you look over in Isaiah chapter 3, uh, it talks about Jesus himself, uh, the great deliverer uh, who came to redeem mankind, uh, who came uh, to empower the church, uh, who came, amen, uh, oh, that he might set us free uh, and that they might will give and might give us uh, what it takes to go forth forward in this hour that we're living in hallelujah i believe with all of my heart uh, as we look around we see chaos uh, we see trouble on every hand uh, we see so many signs of the time uh, that matthew 24 talked about uh, and even in the old uh, and further on down in the new testament uh, that would happen just before the coming uh, of the lord jesus christ uh, church is God is getting his people ready. God is dealing with individuals. Amen. It's time for us to move forward in the things of the Lord. It's time for us to push like we've never pushed before. It's time for us to open up and say, Lord, here I am. I'm your vessel. I am your temple. I am your habitation. Move in me and move through me. Touch through me. Speak through me. Heal through me minister through me in Jesus' name.
Hallelujah. I believe that the chains are falling off. I believe that the daughter of Zion is waking up. Amen. And I believe that we're reaching out to that willow tree and we're picking up our harps. Amen. And we're marching forward with a beautiful song of Zion. Hallelujah. I believe that the joy of the Lord is returning. Amen. It seemed like the enemy tried to take our joy away. The trials and tribulations and persecutions and temptations. Oh, but we're reaching over and we're getting that harp. Amen. We're taking it, putting it to use, and we're singing once again the songs of Zion. God has a church that's going to march forward. He has a church. Amen. It's going to be empowered. It's going to move forward greater than the first church. Amen. Than the church of the book of Acts. I'm glad that we're living in the time that we're living in, aren't you? I'm glad that we're part of that body of Christ. Oh, that's that's taken the forward march. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, I believe that the church is rising up. Oh, the church is rising up as a lamb with a lion's nature. Oh, hear the voice and go forward. Take the land. Go out and gather in the harvest because I believe that he's coming soon. It's the church, amen. That's a sheep, a lamb, like a lamb with a lion's roar. Like a lion's power of strength, endued with supernatural power of God. I just want you to be encouraged today. We're moving forward. Amen. God's saying, wake up. Use the strength that you have. Get up out of the dust. You are redeemed. You have been redeemed. Shake yourself from weakness and apathy. Remember who I am. But you know what? Don't just remember who I am, but remember who you are in Christ. Remember, get up and be seated by faith in victory. Walk in freedom and walk in liberty folks uh, God has been really dealing with me about this and I thought okay Lord uh, we're not that church anymore uh, because we're coming out of it we're coming out of the shell amen and we're going forward it's time that we ask God to shake the body of Christ to shake us amen shake us out of our lethargy shake us out of our sleep to stir the smoldering holes of our hearts and awaken us from the stupor of apathy the church needs a major cleansing folks it needs a major cleansing hallelujah there's so much that we could go here. Uh, oh, you know, sometimes we ask, uh, where has the glory gone? Where has the glory of God gone? Amen. Uh, when did it shift? Uh, amen. Uh, when did we shift uh, from laying it all down? Uh, when did we shift, amen, uh, in joining the latest Blessed Be Club, uh, all the social stuff that's going on and leaving God out? Amen. I'm so glad today uh, that it's more than me and mine, but it's all about him. It's all about Jesus. What happened to the transparency and the integrity that marked the church for centuries? When following Christ meant sacrifice, it meant denial, it meant 
total submission to the Lord. What happened to that? God is calling this generation. He's calling a remnant. You know, there's a remnant that's going to follow him all the way, that's going to walk in faith. Praise God. And, and you know, this church that God's moving today, it's moving forward in humility. In humility, not humiliation, but humility. Amen. So I just want to encourage you today. Move forward in the things that God has given unto you. Praise God. Move forward in the things. Uh, and don't give place to the devil. You know, I was looking at something here where, you know, it said, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. He said, behold, I give you the promise of the Father, but you tarry in Jerusalem. And that's when the promise of the Holy Spirit was given. Until you be endued with power from on high. You know, and we have to take what God's given unto us, and we have to use that, and we have to allow the God that's in us to move forward, to push forward in us. Amen. And I thought about, you know, back in the time, and I know some of us, we prayed and we waited, we fasted, but I thought about back in the day when Noah had to keep pushing. <laughs> he had to keep pushing. The Lord told him what to do to build an ark. Well, we know that he preached 120 years he built that ark it took him a, about 120 years but you know he couldn't give in and he couldn't give up the enemy is trying in every way that he can to slow the church down to stop the moving of the spirit and he'll do everything he can to put binders on us amen to smother us down but you know what Noah kept preaching Noah kept building amen then we look at Jacob Remember, Jacob said, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. But he wouldn't give up. He wrestled all night long with the angel of the Lord. And what happened to Jacob? The Lord touched him, even though he had a limp afterwards. Uh, but the Lord touched him, and he changed his name to Israel. And he had favor with God and with man. He said, a prince. Amen. He became. And so he kept on giving. He wrestled until he got his blessing, he kept pushing. The Shunammite lady, there's so many places that we could go here, but the Shunammite lady over in 2 Kings chapter 4, we know that, you know, God gave her a son because she, need, she didn't have any children. The Bible says her husband, they were older, and, uh, and the Lord blessed her with a child. And then there came a time when they were out in the field, and the child was already grown, and they were out in the field working. And that child got sick and died. He complained with his head, and he passed away. He died. But you know what? This mother held on to the word of God. She had to fight for it. She really did have to fight for it. And she went back to Elijah. She went back, and he tried to send Gehazi out. And she said, no, no, no. She said, I'm not going anywhere unless you come with me. So we know the prophet went with her, and that son was raised up. She held on, but she pushed and she pushed and she pushed. She kept pushing until God raised up her son that had been dead. And then Jesus in the garden. What another example how he had to push. And he prayed and he pushed and he gave it all he had. Because there is where he totally surrendered. Praise God. So I just wanted to share that with you. We've got to keep pushing. we got to keep surrendering. And we got to keep moving as the Spirit of the Lord moves the church forward. Amen. Amen.